Hey everybody, my name is Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and today, DocuSeries. Mm-hmm, honey, but through our own lens, which is often salty, a little bitter, sometimes spicy and hot, but at the end of the day, hopefully sweet. Today, we are going to be talking about the most hated man on the internet. It is a Netflix show, three parts, mm-hmm. about an absolute douchebag. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now, off the top of my head, I had never heard of him and I had never heard of the website at all. So I just want to tell you where I come in and I feel like I could have. I am not, I am of this generation and I was on the internet, which really goes to show you how specific the aesthetic was of people who would have found out about it. People who would have found out about it and people who would have been into it so much that they would have uploaded your picture to it. Yeah. Like these people are absolute like incels and yes. he man woman haters. And uh, these people are not good. I don't care if you've, if you ever went to that website and then went back, you, there's something in you that's terrible. You know what? I'll be honest. I've never been to the website, as I said, but there was another website that was like the soft core version of that. What was it called? The Dirty. Never heard of it. Okay. And there was also like a nefarious person that ran that as well that like was a little like you know asshole guy that like wanted everyone he wanted women to look a certain way and it was like porn star blonde fake boob like you know he it's always the same with these like small dudes that have obviously felt a lot of insecurity in their lives and create this form to publicly humiliate and bash people and them themselves feel better about themselves on a huge scale. But the want and desire and need for them to feel good about themselves must be so prolific in their lives, so deep because of how shitty they feel. Yeah. So we're assuming that you guys have already watched this. So we're going to speak on it just like that. These are for the girls who've already watched this and want to kiki about it. Yeah. So we start off this documentary docuseries learning about a man named hunter moore Mm -hmm. never heard of this name in my life now it's just like in my brain maneuvering around (laughs) yeah yeah live rent free honey and they they said it one billion times yeah it started in 2011 where he had this stupid little website called (laughs) are you up or is anyone is anyone up is anyone up yeah. Dot com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had, he was a part of a scene called The, the Scene. scene. Uh-huh. Uh, this is all of my chemical romance type-esque folk. You know, these are emo kids of the, the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. Their hair was like coming down in front of their face. And it was either dark, dark black, which, you know, black is just dark. And then like a streak of like blonde or pink. And they wore like finger gloves. To me, it was like the elevation or the next level for people who listen to Avril Lavigne. Oh, absolutely. It's very Avril Lavigne. But you know, like, so this person, Hunter Moore, to me, I'm just going to get this off this bat, to me encompasses like three people. Now, but one of them is like too hot. So like he had, he, in, because he's not horribly unattractive, he kind of gives me Brody Jenner mixed with Pete Wentz mixed with Joe Francis. So just like there was the dirty and there was like, you know, I forgot the guy's name, Nick Ritchie, I think is like the guy that like ran the dirty Joe Francis of anyone that needs to know ran another 
exploitive fr- franchise called Girls Gone Wild, right? And I think that was like a huge jagger nut. I think that you, would you know, you knew Girls Gone yeah, Wild. Yeah, I knew Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, so it was just like web, it was video of girls on party scenes that are attracted to a video camera and a guy with a mic who basically is like, show us your tits. And all these girls who are drunk are like only too happy to do so because they're like inebriated and they like think they want to be famous. And this again is so long ago that like people just didn't realize how long pictures and videos stay with you. So this is this is just a certain time in in the world. And it's horrifying. And I'm so glad yeah. that I didn't get caught up in this. Now I'm listen, there might there there might be something what? out there. There might be. What do you mean? There might be. What are you and, talking and about? I'm and I'm saying what's out there, well listen, I said there might be something. Okay? But what is it? I'm not gonna tell you. It, there might be something. If you can't use your imagination, you're gonna leave me alone. So there might be something <laughs> about there might be something, right? But because the people I gave it to are not a not people who would ever do like not not that they would ever never do something like that but they're just not a part of the scene they don't there's no like outlet built for these folks to provide this kind of content into the world so we start off where this man is accepting videos and pictures of vulnerable folks mainly women but men and women as well as well as like pictures of or in videos of people harming animals and all gambit of like crazy dark internet stuff right and he posts it now in the beginning it was just fun for people to scroll through and see like naked pictures of random girls and guys and doing whatever but hunter had the bright idea or someone from his team who we never talk about after 2011 decided that they were going to link facebook and other social media profiles to the pictures, sometimes providing the folks telephone numbers and addresses. And this is where it went to another level because the victims then started to realize that their whole entire life, their family, they were basically being doxied by these terrible people on the internet who thought that because a picture of someone's nudes found its way on this website, that somehow those girls deserved the vitriol and the hate that they received due to this. It ruined Mm -hmm. lives. Yes, absolutely. And we start with our first life that had gotten ruined and we meet Kayla. Now, Kayla is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous girl, sexy. She gives me like Audrina Partridge. I don't think everyone, you know, it feels very the hills. I don't know. The hills just took over that time. God bless. Now here is, um, if you're, listen, if you subscribe to our Patreon, my loves, you are watching us give you pictures. Now she's hot as hell. That's Kayla and her mom, Charlotte, honey. Both women, fine. It makes me want to think, who's Kayla's dad? Because it's not Charles, who is a British dude that Charlotte will marry later. But like, I know that hot ass Charlotte, who is her mom, especially back in the day, got a fine piece to have Kayla with because Kayla is hot. Kayla's an actress and she's working at a restaurant. We know what that life is like, honey. She's like on her job and her phone starts to like blow up. And she's like, what is up? And she goes and she realizes that her pictures have been posted. It's like hot pictures of her and then like one topless picture of her. And she freaks out, calls her mom immediately because her mom's like her bestie, big best, best, best. And then she's like freaking out. And she tells her mom, I have never sent that picture anywhere. I took that picture in my apartment because I'm just, or my room. So I'm just like, hot and so i'm like enjoying it you know like look at me you know like this is the time i take naked naked pictures of myself all the time you chris farah 
Yeah, that's my full name. Thank you for I don't. Uh, no, I don't. I oh, don't. you don't? Yeah. So it, this is foreign to me. Oh. It's foreign to me. Like, I don't have, I, I, this year is the first time I ever took a booty shot. I loved it. Like, you, you saw it? Did you send it to me? No. I think you did. I didn't mean to. I thought you showed it to me. Maybe I showed it to you. It's like a booty shorts, right? No, 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 no. no. It's full, full butt. So you didn't see that's not me. I don't know. It's your other black friend if you have them. But like, I, I, you know, I, 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 I have one. (laughs) You know, I have one other black friend. So it is that person's butt. No, but it's, it's like, I know the first time was this year. I, it's not, that's not a part of my world. Even if people asked me for it, I was like, hell no. Like the most I've ever taken is like, a shot of me in my nightgown and it's a cute little nightgown like with the over the shoulder shot while I'm laying on my tummy in a bed and you could see like my little butt bound I've like, definitely a mound seen of my that butt. one yeah yeah I've seen that but one. I don't great. take anything naked no nudes and I think it's because I didn't know about Hunter nor this website but I think after this thing happened it changed the way everybody saw nudes and so now like I learned at some point that you just don't take nudes with your face in it if you're going to do it. Oh yeah. But I never had the opportunity to even do nudes because it's just not not me. It's not a part of my like whatever, whatever. So for me in the beginning, I was like, why would you like? She has to be lying. She could, there's no way that she sent that she did not you know take those pictures or didn't send it to somebody. But she ends up telling her mother, who is her best friend and so therefore believes her, that she emailed it to herself. Because her phone didn't have enough space. Isn't that sweet? Like, remember that? Yeah. Was there ever a time when the phones just didn't have enough space? That was never me. Like, I. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, by the the time I had a phone that was like an iPhone, I always knew because of people in my life to get the most gigs I could get because of that. But so this is her. She emails it to herself. And a couple of weeks prior to that, her email had been hacked. And so she didn't put two and two together and neither would have I. Also, her mother is correct. Like you're allowed to take photos of yourself if you're feeling good and feeling sexy. Yeah. And you don't deserve to have it put on the internet. And I'm ashamed to say that I think in the beginning and maybe not at the beginning of the documentary, obviously, but I think at the beginning I would have been like, well, why would you have taken those pictures? Because it just is not something that I would, have, do. would do. Now, okay, let me tell you this. First of all, what? If you've never taken like a full shot of like your private area, it's great because you really can see all your nooks and crannies. I do it like once in a I do it like just a self-checkup. I'll just like be like, boop, and see what's happening down there. Oh, I use a mirror. Oh, but you can't, but oh my God, the phone is so much easier because you can like zoom in. Anyway, you can like see, you can get in there. Okay. So but let me tell you about Charlotte. Charlotte becomes, we could obviously introduce to her very early on as being Kayla's like bestie, as we said, but she takes over, honey. Everything is Charlotte. Charlotte is amazing. So Charlotte, back in the day, had like a whole like 15 minutes of fame because she got known as being like this blonde, gorgeous woman who could just talk her way into shit, parties, concerts. Then so like she has all these pictures of her with like Michael Jackson and Ronald Reagan. And like, I swear at one point they do a flash of Trump. Like this woman like got herself in anything. And you, I've always thought it's great to have a friend like that. Like, especially when you're young, like you need a friend that's going to be like, oh, look at this line. Like, no, 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 come with me, girl. And just like have you go and just like, it's yes, acting like you've already been in the place or you belong or you wouldn't even stop because it wouldn't even be part of your DNA to think that you even have to. 
And it's such a confidence thing that like, when you see it in action, it's like, it's hot. Well, I also think it works for a very specific looking woman who the bouncer wouldn't mind or wouldn't get in trouble if they just let this person on accident through, right? right? So like Charlotte is very much about that. And so Charlotte married a, a lawyer from Britain who's practicing in the US and it is, to me, not a good husband. I'm just going to call that out <laughs> right now. That man, if that man had done that to me, I would have been like, oh no, I'm no, I'm divorcing you. But Charlotte, I think she is just somebody who is, she, I, I like Charlotte, right? Oh, so yeah. basically what happened is that Hunter Moore messed with the wrong, wrong woman, woman. R- wrong rich white lady, mm-hmm. just wrong, just did it. Wrong mom, so, wrong angry mom, wrong, wrong pissed mom, honey. Who had resources and time. time. And- even a lawyer husband as as basically unfulfilling as he was. Now, I'll tell you one thing that happened to Charles. He got knocked on the head. And he has like a little like, he has a bump, honey. Like he looks like Cardi B, like a Nicki Minaj, like a, two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like that plastic cuffs. I mean, you know, like what's that bump? Boo? Let's just get it checked, you know? Only because if it, let's just, I mean, it's okay, right? Okay. Again, she's adorable. We love her like flashback outfit of this blue outfit and, like with ruffles and she's like white boots. I mean, she is killing it, you know? So having her, Charlotte, being, you know, introduced early on, it feels like she becomes absolutely the protagonist of the story, more so than her daughter. You know, her daughter is also very young and it's going through the trauma of this and it's, and, you know, Charlotte, however, like, becomes the driving force yes so charlotte then and her daughter keep it a secret from the husband because the daughter doesn't want her stepfather to know that she's taken nudes and put it on the internet yeah but finally he is like what's going on you have to tell me so charlotte tells her husband that this these pictures of their daughter is on this website and that they've reached out to the person and asked hey can you take these pictures down and the person has ignored them and in, in fact seemingly is mocking them and is responding to them and then not doing anything. So it's not like he's just ignoring them. Like he's just, he's baiting them. Yeah. And so they finally are fed up and it looks like Kayla has lost her job, which I'm like, how, who knew about this? Like, so anyways, she's losing her job and she's lost gigs and things are happening. And so finally they tell the husband and he wants no part of it. I'm he good. is so old. Yeah. And crotchety. Oh. That he does not understand how the internet works. And he just thinks it's going to all just blow over. And it takes him getting a fax of one of Hunter Moore's group called The Family threatening to kill Charlotte and Kayla that he actually acts and does something about it. They have this British man read this, I mean, death note. And it's like a crazy scene where he's like, then we got this. Dear Charlotte, I want to ride your face and discard your naked dead corpse body. And it's like, then he puts it down. It's like, I got it. You know, like he is, he's dry, honey. I mean, he's a dry. We We are getting introduced to other characters too. There's Mike, a former scene king. And we also get introduced to Hunter's girlfriend at the time. So Kira, K I R R A is her name. And she, at the time of when she's dating Hunter Moore, she doesn't look like this. She looks like a really young, healthy, young, vibrant 
kind of just blonde. Basically, off. she looks of a normal weight, right? And the person that we're seeing in this picture right now is a girl interrupted Angelina Jolie lookalike who is skin and bones. And we don't know if it's due to the pills she's now taking. She's obviously on with any on all of the time she talks. Or if she's like actually emotionally suffering from her part in this whole shenanigans. So we meet Mike, who is somebody who is, as Chris said, a former scene kid and how he gets put on there. And when he's on there, all of a sudden he realizes, well, maybe this isn't so fun because Mm -hmm. he would go on to is anyone up and anyone up has all this nonsense on it. And people are begging Hunter to take it down, but Hunter is living the fast life. This is the time when they, I love it when they said, this is the boost, not kick sidekick, sidekick T-Mobile. T- yeah. This is a sidekick moment and everyone has their phones and people are snapping pictures and doing videos and just submitting and uploading it. And then we get to another character. Her name is destiny, AKA, butthole girl girl. so what happens for her is that some pictures of her get put on the website she's a cam girl so she's a cam model she's she needed to start doing cam work because she has two children in her cam work she got dared i guess through some of her female friends to like do some butt play and those stills got put onto is anyone up and it made her somewhat famous but also she got a lot of negative press she's a girl my loves do we have a picture of her because they linked her facebook with the photos of her children onto the site. And so she reaches out to this person and asks him to take it down. And he doesn't, but he offers her more work, unpaid work, unpaid, let me just say unpaid work, and says, I'll take the pictures down if you do this. And so because she is now in trouble with her baby daddies and her family and everybody, her whole spot is blown up. She's in a really sad and down place. And she does it. She does several scenes with him and on cam where she is just putting things up her butt and it is on the internet. And it is like the fact, I mean, living in an OnlyFans world, the fact that this person did not receive any money is very upsetting to me. And like, I know the whole thing should be upsetting in general and it is, but at least she could have made money and she did not. He completely exploited her as well as her self-esteem was so low that she was like, but he was making me famous at the same time. And I loved it. I loved the scene. I I loved the attention I was getting. And it's like, but you are getting attention for putting alien objects up into your body. Yeah. I, she knew she was very familiar with the website before she was even on it. And throughout this documentary, she hints at being infatuated with Hunter Moore. And so what ends up happening is her direct relationship with him, as well as her own feelings of how popular she's getting. She becomes arguably the the biggest character, the most famous character from the website. And, you know, I think that, in that same regard of like bad, you know, bad attention, still attention, bad press is still press for Mm -hmm. someone who is hungry or in need, like of love and acceptance, things feel different. But yeah, this, this woman on the other side kept going back in a crazy way. Like she says that her kids are taken away. She's like, but then I Skyped him. And when he Skyped, she said, put my, his, my fist in me. And I didn't want to, but I was drunk. So I did. And to hear it, it's very hard. You're like, 
don't do it. You know, like, oh God, you just want this person to have someone in her life, women in her life, men in her life, people in her life who have loved her enough to have given her enough guiding light to have given her the ground and the space that she doesn't need to make these decisions. And, but so hungry, so desperate she does. So we do find that he is coined the term revenge porn. Yeah. And we find that this person is Hunter Moore is making $13,000 a month. Now with my 2002 ears, I'm like, that ain't shit. However, back then that was a lot of money to be making off of just ads from your website. Yeah. And so he like, because he, he started it with putting a a picture of his ex-girlfriend who had broken his heart on there. Then he started to pull in these incel guys. And mm-hmm. these guys are like insidious and upset. And you can find them on Reddit to this yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. They're the, they're the Trump-loving proud boys. We know this. It's men who feel so insecure because they want the hot, like in their mind, the hottest, sluttiest girl to like open their legs to them. But meanwhile, they themselves are hideous. They have horrible personalities. They are broke and living in basements and they don't understand why they aren't of, they feel they have no value to them and they don't understand why like that is. And it's just, that is what it is. So these people are horrible. We also, and I think meet another horrible person which is Reza his lawyer who is I think a Persian Iranian lawyer in Los Angeles who at first is like yeah I'm his lawyer but like I don't really know what's happening and it's like not illegal so I'm just like getting paid I mean I mean there's an industry for Reza so I can't even truly fault him it's not like he's the only person out there just representing people who are skimming and do like skimming the balance of good behavior but if if there's no law against it that they're in it it's reminds me of a kardashian man named robert who might have been that kind of lawyer too and so like you know it is what it is the thing is is that during this time charlotte is still doing everything that she can to figure out how to get her daughter's photo down oh yeah she reaches i mean yeah she reaches out to his mother's work. She finds out Hunter's mother's work number and just calling there, trying to do all these things. And that is when Charlotte gets on Hunter's radar after she calls his mother and she begins to be harassed by his sycophant group of followers called, and I said it before, of a family. And this man is huge on Twitter. So Twitter is liable for this too. And I think now Twitter is a little bit more quick to jump on things like this, but this man would say the most egregious things and talk about how he, if how rich he was, he is for his shocking and outrageous content and that how these women deserved this and they should know about technology. And this is a hard lesson to learn, but a lesson that must be learned. And my thing is, is this, it's one thing to post a picture up. It's a whole other thing to link their Facebook and ruin their lives. And you know that you are causing havoc and ruining their lives for 40% because you're doing the shady business, which we won't talk about right now. But Charlotte is trying to figure out how he got her daughter's photo because she trusts and believes that her daughter did not just give it to somebody. So she's now a sleuth on the case. And as Chris was saying, yes, she goes to the local police and their first question is, is why would you take a picture like that? And then I felt stupid and I was like, I'm dumb for saying that. Cause if the police says it, then that means that I'm just as bad. So n- no help from LAPD. So she had to go hire 
to the FBI because once she realized that this her daughter couldn't be the only person, she knew that it crossed state lines. And then we got to get the federales involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting when we meet, uh, we've already said we meet Destiny, which is true. And she gives me like Heather... Who is that? You know, from Dollhouse, Heather Mazaj, Mazaj, I say it like this, it's an actress. One other interesting part of her talking about her rise of fame on this website is like a pinnacle part, she says, is she receives a tweet from Jeffree Star. And he says, wow, looks like a real booty call. Because one of the videos is her putting a cell phone up her butt. Hunter really wanted her to put a cell phone up her butt and then call it and have it vibrate. And Jeffree Star watched that video and commented. I mean, Jeffree Star is like, is he still like followed at all? I feel like yeah, I feel like he has had so many horrible moments. I think he is on like Snapchat. I think that he's still relevant. Snap- his- so Snapchat's still happening? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. I, it's just out of my orbit. I okay. no longer care about it. So, but 100% thriving and surviving on Snapchat. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. People love the Snapchat. Is it like as big as TikTok or like, no, people are so. I think that it might be, but it depends on your niche. Like TikTok is big for me now because I'm still on Instagram and Instagram does reels and TikTok does it better. Or actually TikTok did it and, and Instagram tried to take it. Sure. But, like Kardashians have a thing on, on uh, Snapchat. Like people are still doing Snapchat. Okay. So, Charles, again, Charlotte's husband, is so British and, like, doesn't want to be involved. But he does try and call that Persian lawyer. But only after the threat. So he calls the Persian lawyer after the facts that comes through. And that's when he's like, wait a minute. I've got to protect my family. Even though they told me something was up, I didn't pay attention. And he's basically... That's his act. Do nothing. He's yeah. a do nothing British he, he, man. And so, if to me, if I were Charlotte, I would have definitely divorced him. Like, there's He's no be way rich. that I. Uh, I mean, he must be filthy because I, yeah, she or and she may have signed a prenup. Yeah. Oh. So that made it so that if she divorced him without cause, and this probably wouldn't have been like under cause. You Maybe know. it's ten years though. Oh, I don't know. I don't Maybe. know. So, anyways, he then once the death threat comes in. And it drives them in a tizzy and they start to sleep with rods underneath their beds to, in order to like, you know, I don't know. He then calls and does a lawyer to lawyer situation and basically reads the lawyer the right. And then the lawyer tells Hunter, you should take down the photo of this specific person. Mm-hmm. And I'm no longer your lawyer anymore because I'm tired of cleaning up your shit. And so based on that advice, Hunter does take down the picture of Kayla. However... Charlotte is on the case, girl. And she's not going to leave the rest of the girls that she called to 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 basically understand how their pictures got up there. She's not going to leave them high and dry. She started something and she's going to finish Fucking it. Finish because it. she realizes that almost every one of those girls, I think she says 40% of the women she called, all had their internet hacked, their, yeah, their, their email, email hacked. Hack. And so she's like, there has to be some kind of link. Yeah. Also, she's smart enough that if she can get Hunter attached to that link, honey, that's where you can get him down. Yeah. I. It also goes to show you one other one other tip to take is remember how shitty it is, but the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And if you need to get shit done, get a lawyer to get on it for you. Like that skeezy lawyer, Reza, wasn't ever going to do anything by any like communication unless a lawyer, another one, came in and was like, "Look, what you're doing is bad." You know, like so. Having said that, it's annoying, but learn that lesson. Yeah. 
All right, you guys. So that is our little summary of episode one of mm -hmm. The Most Hated Man on the Internet. And if you are at all interested, please go and watch it on Netflix and report back to us next week when we have episode two. Yes, honeys. You can, of course, join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash docusweeties where you can see this video plus all the pictures we put up and, you know, our fine ass gorgeous faces. We also exist on social media. Mm -hmm. Well, tell we, us about we it. We have our Instagram. We have our Twitter. We have, we don't have a Facebook, but we're, let's say we do. We have a Facebook and we have a TikTok, which is, everything is DocuSweeties, except for TikTok is DocuSweeties too. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us and we're going to sign off. Bye. Bye. I did it. <laughs>